Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. Today will be our final episode of 2020. Please join me in 2021 as we plot out practical strategies for dealing with loss, grief, and other emotional well-being concerns, as has been one of our goals from the beginning. I urge you to have conversations with your family and friends about emotional health. As the title of this episode and final sidebar suggests, we're going to tackle the question of how to begin difficult conversations about emotional well-being. This pandemic will be able to help in this regard. It is not difficult to find reports, opinions, and studies that show loss, grief, suicide, divorce, abuse, and other types of emotional trauma have all increased during this pandemic. In fact, the research shows that these traumas have increased in a shorter period of time than has been seen in decades. With that information in mind, you can begin to formulate a plan for starting open conversations. Your goal would be for the conversations to be ongoing, not a one and done occurrence. For some families, this will be an easier process than others. It may be difficult, but don't give up. Let those you love know you are learning about emotional health and that you want to include as many family members and friends in the process as possible. Even if you initially get no responses, I urge you to work on your own emotional health. And as you change, others will begin to see the difference and want to be engaged also. When you start these conversations, as much as possible, you will want to ask a question which requires more than a yes or no answer. I suggest you might ask, why do you think that there's been more emotional trauma during this pandemic? Or put another way, I have been reading about all the emotional trauma caused by this pandemic. Why do you think people are experiencing more trauma? Or any similar questions? If you initially get the, I don't know answer, then give your opinion as to why you believe there has been so much emotional trauma. A follow-up question might be, what do you think can be done to help people deal with their emotional problems? Or another way to put that question, how can you or I help people deal with their emotional traumas? If you get another, I don't know, then of course, give your opinion on how you believe that you can help yourself and others cope with all the emotions surrounding this pandemic. You want to let people know you are concerned and really believe that we can help each other get through not only this pandemic, but other emotional issues that might come up. Having these conversations with others will be scary, uncomfortable, and in some cases, even hostile. Remember that as a society, we have been taught that talking about emotional well-being is an off-limits subject. Let people know you want to be a part of breaking through that barrier so there is less abuse, divorce, loss, grief, and other emotional traumas that derail us individually and collectively. When families are healthy emotionally, there are no topics which cannot be discussed. Do not underestimate the power of professional assistance, either in getting started in acknowledgement of emotional health or to help get through an emotionally difficult season of life. Don't forget, you are in control of who you trust and feel comfortable sharing these emotions with. You want to be certain that the professional you work with is not telling you exactly what to do, but the two of you are working together to make a plan for modification of unhealthy responses to emotional trauma. If you are naturally 
and I'm freaking out type of personality, then you will want to develop a plan on how to stay reasonably calm when an event or even a conversation triggers that freak out response. Did I mention this would be hard? It will be a difficult process. On the other hand, you might be that person who shuts down when faced with an emotional dilemma. That response is not healthy either. There needs to be a balance between the two extremes. I truly believe that most of us can achieve that balance. Time, patience, and hard work is what it will take. Changing your responses to loss and grief, as well as other emotional distresses, will take time, so do not give up on yourself. Unfortunately, we have allowed our emotional development to form by chance. From this day forward, tell yourself that you plan to be purposeful and deliberate in how you grow emotionally. Yes, we can learn to control our responses to life's traumatic events. Won't you join me in this quest for emotional liberation? I believe these conversations about loss and grief are necessary and perhaps well overdue. These are my personal experiences, opinions, and observations. I hope you stick with me as we expose and explore these emotions that are common to us all. Be a part of these important conversations. 2020 was just the beginning of our journey. It exposed our need to face how we handle loss and grief in our lives, as well as other emotional challenges. Now that we have laid the foundation that tells us everyone deals with loss and grief and that our emotional health is as important as our physical health, please join me as we explore strategies to deal with these emotions. May you and your family have an amazing holiday season. Stay engaged. It's a great decade in which we are living. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.